Welcome to Rogue News. We are the preeminent geostrategic, geoeconomic, and geopolitical news show on YouTube and on the web. Join us for hard-hitting analysis, behind-the-scenes strategy, and brutal commentary. Find out why many consider us the place to get their news and information. Check us out at roguenews.com. Follow us on Twitter at Real Rogue News, Facebook, and most of the popular podcasting apps. Most of all, remember to subscribe, like, comment, and share. We oui, we oui, we are here again. The great game with Monsieur Matthew Eret. He is here to show us the way. What's up, everyone? It's me, the Grill Economist. And folks, if you haven't done so already, listen. Get over to the Substack. A lot of you here, you love Matthew's work. I'm a big fan of Matthew's work. Vela's wants to grow up and become Matthew Eret. <laughs> That's what Vela says, you know. But um, get over to Matt's Substack. The link is in the description box. Subscribe. And when I mean subscribe, I mean sign up and show support for a brain trust like Matthew Eret. It's seven bucks a month. Okay. Seven bucks a month. Most of you spend more time getting a flop loop a lape over at Starbucks. Okay. So for less price than a lapa lupa soy latte infused with uh, dragon's milk, you can go and become a member at Matthew Substack for $7 a month or $70 for the year. Or if you want to really support him, you have the option of being a, a founding member of his site for 370 All that goes to support the work of the Rising Tide Foundation, which is key and integral. I call the Rising Tide Foundation the online library of Alexandria for all things geopolitical and especially all things multipolar with all the things that are occurring today that is so pertinent there's chock full of wonderful historic documents that you can read, things that you can't even find at your local library or bookstore and even difficult to find online. You can go there, risingtidefoundation.net, and get it done. And also check out his website, canadianpatriot.net, right? Uh, .org, and it's uh, risingtidefoundation.net. Bring those two mixed up. It's weird. My brain doesn't make that uh, that read sometimes. It's, it's, yeah, whatever. Right? It's all good. You're no, I'm, I'm actually going to splice those opening remarks you just made out, and I'm going to use that. I'm going to actually maybe Feel make the main video on the Canadian Patriot YouTube page uh, and just use that as a, as a commercial. That's great. Thank you. Hey, no problem, man. Let me know. I, you know, I, 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 my, my purpose in life was to be a pitch man for products, you know, and um, it's paying kind of off. Way, yeah, you know, just <laughs> might as well great. do something, you know. I was going to sell the next generation. The, I, I was competing with the Sham Wow guy. Remember the Sham Wow guy? Sham Wow! You pick up messes and spills. Use the ShamWow. Uh, he got no. the job, on, and, and I did. So I'm, I'm no, here on YouTube now. You're, you're definitely using your 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 powers for a, a much more noble cause nowadays. So yes, <laughs> well done, well done, exactly. Yeah. Matt, Flop Twenty Six is going on. Flop yeah. Twenty Six. Some of yeah. the biggest, brightest minds in all of Westernum has showed up there. They're going to show us how. They are going to lead the way for humanity's brighter future. <laughs> 1.5 to survive. 1.5 to survive. You hear about that? That's the new. No. New 
I was listening to Boris Johnson giving his uh, his remarks today just just before we started speaking. And that's the thing he started chanting is 1.5 to survive because that's the gift we have to give to the poor countries of the world because this is all about the poor, right? At the end of the day, this is really about because we the love that we have for the poor and and social justice for everybody. So 1.5 is the temperature that they're saying we have to keep the temperature to 1.5 degrees Celsius above pre-industrial levels. Like, you know, pre-industrial is that that time when human beings couldn't sustain more than like 800 million people because we didn't have any means of production of industries or steam engines. So uh, that's what we have to keep the temperature to uh, by 2050 by locking in carbon reduction quotas for everybody around the world, including the poor. And the poor are obviously having a problem with that because they're like, well, you guys have been polluting for the past 250 years that allowed you to have a much higher quality of life. So why are you telling us that have never had the right to develop because of, you know, imperialism? Um, you're telling us that we now have to, like, tighten our belts? Like, we haven't, we, we don't eat, we don't know where our food's going to come from, you know, for, for, for much of the world's population tomorrow. Um, and we have to tighten our belts? We don't have belts. Um, so uh, the, the idea of, of this weird um, slogan Boris Johnson was saying, well, you know, yeah, it's a bit hypocritical, but at the, in, in our defense, he's, he said in his speech, we didn't really know for much of the time until the last, you know, 40 years or so that CO2 is causing every single volcano and natural disaster that we're, we're having and climate change. Yeah. So we didn't know, but now they know. So they have to unfortunately, you know, deal with it and, and shut down their carbon dioxide and not use the coal under their, their African soil or, or South American soil. It's just part of their responsibility but we can give them money and he's like this is why we need to get that pot of money we got it to 100 billion we got to get a few a few trillion dollars to give them money at least because you know they can eat money right uh, of course <laughs> and it, it's part of this whole crazy logic of just bribing countries to not develop so on the one hand you're just in enforcing the already corrupt uh deep state structures of various poor countries that you've been building up anyway for decades as part of the the system of that's how the british empire was able to to control india right for hunt so long yeah. th this massive country of india population 500 million plus for much of the 19th century with a, with a massive brain trust that's coming out of there as well i mean they're big they're big india's biggest export is brain power oh yeah 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 and the, but the technique i was getting at of, of control which was luckily now india is starting to like push back well but i mean for for the a very long time, the British Empire only had no more than ten thousand soldiers on the ground in India. Yes. So how are they able to spend so much time controlling? It's because they they got they enforced a, a local oligarchy. They enforced certain weak, prejudicial uh, systems of of social control of the the caste system of the Brahmins, the Untouchables, and sure. things in between. And they just had the system self control, and they fed the Brahmins and the upper crust a lot of money. So that they would just do the dirty work themselves. And the British didn't really need to do very much as far as input. And that's what they've been doing for Africa, for much of the poor countries of the world. And that's what Boris Johnson and Mark Carney, who are saying we need to create this pot of cash to flood them. Flood it's just them. to say. Pay them know, off. Because, yeah. you, 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 you know, it's funny, right? So, you know, the, one of these days I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm trying to get some, it's just scheduling conflict. But I'm trying to get some guys who are like, you know, people that are in charge of public works in, in Liberia. In, in in Kenya and in in uh, in Nigeria and and, and other places, mm -hmm. and and get them on board and to explain to the audience exactly 
the difference between what you know China and Russia is doing to develop Africa versus what the West has always done. Mm-hmm. Yeah, do it. It's yeah. a huge difference. And, and, and the guy told me, the guy who was the former uh, head of the public works in Liberia said this. He said two very important things that, that are key takeaways for me. The first thing he said was, for the first time in my life, I'm seeing resources leave my country and things being built in its place. Oh, yeah. And, I'm, and he says, I'm talking about roads, high-speed rail, rail lines, hospitals, schools, real public works, you know, sewage systems, all these wonderful things that was never done under the West. The only thing that they did in the West was have a rail line that goes from the mines to the ports, mm-hmm. circumventing all the all, all the towns and the cities. Now, and he said also, for the first time, all the capitals of every single African country is starting to connect through the roadways, which has never occurred before. Mm-hmm. Then on top of that, you know, you, 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 one of the things they said is that when we want to have a meeting, and he told me uh, that he tried to uh, meet with.